Yeah, I'm very excited uh, to be with you once again, dear friends. And for this moment, we we have something we have to discuss and talk about. Uh, it's for those who are married and those who are not yet married. And they're looking forward to such a blissful, wonderful, happy union. Well, I would say that Christian marriage, in all its entreaty, in all its uh, provisions from God, uh, is one of the most wonderful experiences one can have in lifetime. And then, uh, you know, the institution of marriage was... Uh, was established by God way back from the beginning of creation. You know, uh, we know that God created our first parent, Adam, and he looked around and saw that Adam needed a helpmate, a companion, a partner, not a slave. Listen very well, and not someone to be used and uh, hit and hurt. And, you know, he needed someone that would complement his own life. Oh, God is so wonderful. He didn't create an animal <laughs> to be a friend, uh, a, a marriage partner to Adam. And he didn't create the other, another Adam. But he created a species, a wonderful species. That's what I call women. Uh, a, a kind of soft touch of God in creation. Uh, and I don't know how to say how this world would have been without women. Thank God for men. But I don't, I don't want to go in there. But I want to say that women are very, very important in every society, in every family, in every uh, unit or organization. Uh, they bring spice to life they bring softness to life and i have my reasons for saying that and most of you will agree with me but god uh, let's just take a look at uh, 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 uh what god did now i want to read from the book of uh genesis uh genesis uh uh chapter two and let's take a uh a look at that in verse 19 and god and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the, f of the air and brought on them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all the cattle, all the fowls of the air, uh, every beast in the field, but Adam, for Adam there was not found and help meet for him. There's no partner. He can <laughs> he, he can live with the chimpanzee <laughs> or the lion or you know even dogs and cats could not give him that kind of fellowship that he really needed. And what does this what does this tell us? As a man, you really need somebody. You really need somebody. You really need somebody that God has ordained, you know, for uh, that, that that is fit for your life. 
that will give you completeness. Well, I would say that Adam, uh, as people will argue, is complete, is a man, is yeah, yeah, he is, is complete. But there is there was an incompleteness in Adam that made God to decide to create another another human being, another human being of an opposite sex, not another animal, not another robot. Because very soon, and now people are marrying robots. I'm coming to that. And verse 21, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead. And the rib, verse 22, which the Lord had taken from man, made he a woman, woman, man, woman, not an animal, man, woman. And brought her, brought her, brought her unto the man, brought her unto the man. So Christian marriage is one man, one wife, male and female. And Adam said, this is now bones of my bones and flesh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. Who told Adam that Eve was taken out of him? You, you see the chemistry of uh, the mystery of creation. Adam was God made Adam to sleep and did the number one uh, a surgery in human history, <laughs> open part and brought out a rib and began to do the form to form man. How, how, how can I say it? And began to form woman. And when Adam woke up, he didn't hear the same chimpanzee or the gorilla or the lion. No, no, no. <laughs> he didn't see. He just looked at so, somebody beautiful. Oh, somebody. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Why? He said, This now. Bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Hallelujah. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out from me. Your wife, your life partner is part of you. Man, that's the chemistry of Christian marriage which is ordained by God. And look at verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall clay, cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh and they both are naked, the man and the woman, and we are not ashamed. Hallelujah. Whatever that will make bring nakedness in, uh, in, in a family when you get married, you are not clothed on that very area. I'm not talking of physical nakedness now. I'm talking of the challenges of marriage, no child, no money, no this or that, or there's an ailment somewhere God is yet to heal, or things you've not gotten, or your situation, or the persecution. It, it, it makes you feel as if you are naked. Whatever will make you to feel that your husband is not complete, or your wife is not complete, or there are deficiencies. What people are, look at the wife, look at the husband, look at how he's been. The Bible says you should not be ashamed of one another. Hallelujah. Do not be ashamed. 
so you see uh oh i forgot to tell you what we're talking about our the title of our discussion this uh, day is make that christian marriage work make that christian marriage work whether you're already married or yet you're married or whatever situation you are you have the responsibility uh, to make that marriage work and i don't know going to theology and into the bible right now but i want to say in the periphery that you have to do something that even with the story of adam when Eve was uh, Eve was deceived by the devil and they lost everything. There's no record in the Bible that Adam cast out Eve. There's no record in the Bible that Adam kept on blaming Eve. You are the one that brought this problem. I don't know where I married you. I've been here. I think Adam should have been, should is a very good example of a good husband. Forget about the woe he brought into the world. Let's look at the other the other side of it. Adam stuck. She she stuck to to uh, to, to, to to Eve, cleave to he to her until the end of his life. That's marriage. People can make mistakes in marriage. People can do things not expected in this world of uncertainty, in this world of temptation, in this world of trial, in this world of ups and downs. God is giving us an example here we have to bear. We have to love. We have to sustain one another. We have to bear, support our spouse. No matter the condition. Well, uh, that's the little right now I can say from the scriptures. Uh, as time goes on, we keep on getting to the Bible because that is our base. And God is so happy. And there's one other verse of the Bible I'll read later uh, as we go on. But I have today, <laughs> you might be surprised. Uh, there's more than 25 tips of a very successful marriage what you can do <laughs> to keep your marriage yeah, you know why i'm laughing i have a very wonderful marriage experience i knew that when god gave me uh the gift of a wife that i have to do everything that in my power by the grace of god to keep my marriage and to keep the happiness and love that is in between us which God has founded through Christ on Calvary's cross. So whenever you are married or you're getting married, make sure you get married to a real born-again Christian. And at the same time, please remember that Jesus Christ is the foundation of your own marriage. Amen. So I have 25 points. There are so many of them, but today I think we can just take 25 if we keep analyzing them, there won't be any time. Now, I will read what Jesus said from the Bible, the instruction he gave unto us, then before we go to all those 25 points. And I'm glad to say by the grace of God, I've been married for over 29 years or almost. And it's been wonderful. There have been trials. There has been temptations, there has been affliction, persecution, there has been hunger, 
there have been poverty, there has been riches, there have been happiness, there have been provision, there has been victory, triumphs, trials, sadness, sorrow, laughter, joy. Oh my goodness. Through all those storms, we have always leaned on Jesus Christ and he has never failed us. The Lord can never fail you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, you spinsters and bachelors who are ready to get into marriage, I want to tell you, don't be afraid uh, of what you see these days, but put your hope and trust in God that when you get into prayers, calling on God is going to give you he, your own life partner. Amen. The bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh. I, I, I wish I, I saw what how if must have smiled and giggled when ah, Adam said, this is the bone of my bones, the flesh. <laughs> oh my God. I know they must have laughed and he embraced her and began to look at her hairs and began to discover, oh, she has five hands. Yes, I, I, have four, I have five hands. Our hands are straight, not that of the gorilla and monkey and a oh, hole. Look at her. Tea. Oh, good. This is me. This is me. This is my brother. This is my part. This is my sister. This is my wife. Hallelujah. May you nourish and cherish your wife, your partner. May you nourish and cherish your husband. That the Lord God has given unto you. He is a gift of God unto you. She is a gift of God unto you. Take him. Take her. As a precious treasure. Given unto God. Given by Christ. Hallelujah. Okay. Let's see the book of Ephesians. Before we get to the 25 uh, points. I know you are, you, are, you, are, you are excited like me. For us to share it. I hope uh, if we don't finish it within this episode, we're going to continue uh, on part two. Okay. Uh, see what uh, the Word of God says unto us. Okay. Uh, and not being drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the gift of the Spirit is one of the essential ingredients of marriage. And I want you to take a look at that in Ephesians uh, uh, chapter 5. We're going to come to that later. I hope we're going to come to that even now or in other episode. Okay, let's go on. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, in spiritual sing songs, singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. Oh, wonderful. I remember when I got married newly, and even now, sometimes I'll be with my wife. We're singing, we're traveling, we're singing in the bus, and people will be looking at us. We sing at home, we play Christian music, and you find out that when the children came, we 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 saturated their early childhood with the presence of God. So they knew invariably that from the movies they watch, the music they listen, and how daddy talks to mommy, how, you know, how the love that is between us, how we live a, a, a very good Christian life according to the scriptures, according to the grace of God. They knew they were born into a Christian family. We told them about Jesus before any one of them, anybody told them about Jesus. We told them about God. 
Hallelujah. So God wants the family to be vibrating with songs of choruses, worshipping God, singing songs, making melody. Marriage is supposed to be a happy thing. Whether there is money or no money, give praise to God. <laughs> no matter the situation, give praise to God. Oh my goodness. I wish I can see your face as I'm talking now. Uh, the glint in your eyes. I know you're excited. Those who are not married, those who are married, you have to do something to make this marriage work. It's Christian marriage. It's not ungodly marriage. It's not the marriage of the world where there is rancor, bitterness, quarreling, unforgiving spirit, uh, schism. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not for us. Okay, let's see verse 21 of Ephesians chapter 5. Submitting yours. Okay, uh, giving thanks. Okay, verse 20, 20, 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In everything, in the situation, in the family, you find yourself, give thanks unto God, give praise unto Him. Now, in verse 21, submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God. What does that mean? The, uh, the, the, the husband will submit to the wife, the wife will submit to the husband. I, I, that is how God made it. We know that the husband is the head. Christ has said it. But there are times you have to Understand that the person that you married is a human being filled with every knowledge and wisdom and the same spirit that God has given unto you. The baptism of the Holy Spirit, the grace of God he gave to you, he gave it unto your wife. The wisdom also, but she's going to submit to you as the head. Hallelujah. But you have to submit also to her. Submitting yourself one to another in the fear of God, for the sake of God. Well, wait, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. You know, in the world, let's not bring carry over from the world into God's kingdom. In the world, you don't do that. People of the world don't do that. They don't give the woman a chance. They don't give the man a chance. They want to rule the man. The man wants to rule the woman. And that's where breakages and, you know, uh, things are happening over there. This is, it's in the fear of God. Have fear of God when you are dealing with your wife and your husband. Have fear of God to submit your husband. Have fear of God that when your husband, your wife submits to you, that you also, you also will have a humble heart. Amen. Because most of the time, God can use the husband or the, the wife to bring great and wonderful ideas that will make the marriage work, that will advance the welfare of the family, that will do great things. Because why? You are coming from a different family orientation and your, 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 your husband is coming from a different a different uh, family orientation. You both of you are going to blend. You blend this thing together in order to have a wonderful uh, marriage and a wonderful family. What you're lacking, your husband is going to bring it. What you're lacking, your wife is going to build it, and you're going to be okay. Verse twenty-two: Wives, submit yourself unto your husbands as unto the Lord. Submission is needed. Wives, on okay, you are master's degree holder, your doctorate, you have all the money, you have all, oh, good, 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 good. But right now, both of you are co-equal, but someone is above the other. There's a captain, okay? Those of you are joint heads with Christ, there's no slave, there's no Gentile, there's no Jew, you're yes, 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 but in this very union, someone has to be at the head. Someone has to drive the train. Two drivers cannot be there at the same time. 
Okay, in verse 23, the Lord said, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as the Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their husbands in everything. Submit, okay. Is that what you want us to do? Okay. Um, but my husband, think about this thing. Think about it very well. Uh, think about it very well. Prove it. The man will not understand. Let there be no argument. You might have the better idea. Your ideas, when he goes and fumbles and stumbles, <laughs> like I did in my era of marriage, I fumble, I stumble, like we're going to do this well. My wife said, okay. <laughs> when I stumbled and fumbled two times, nobody told me. Well, next time my wife would talk, would, okay. Uh, the idea she had is not the one I have from my orientation. So we blend our knowledge and gifts of God together. There's no competition. There's no enviness. There's no jealousy. We are one. We are one. Hallelujah. In verse 25, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word, that he may present it to himself a glorious child, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. So all men love their wives as their own bodies. Hallelujah. So I want to say here the, 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 the root of marriage is the love. I know women love their husbands. No, no woman would just come up and uh, 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 say, want to marry a man he doesn't love. I don't know. I have not seen such kind of woman. There's something they saw in you that they come to say, okay, this I'm, I'm going to go with this man. And the man, I want to tell you that one of the things you can give to your wife in marriage is love. Show her love, true love, agape, agape love. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? You love someone for just whom she is. Everything. I say everything. You, you don't say it in the mouth, only you prove it. And you can't tell me that like a woman doesn't know, doesn't know a man when a man loves him. I'm telling you honestly, and that's the only thing that women need for their own security, for their own peace and joy. Uh, please, I'm talking about the kingdom. Let our mind go off from the world, what is happening in the world. We are not part of them. They are not in light. Give your wife the love she wants. She'll give you more love that you ever imagined. And she's going to submit unto you. Uh, I want to hold it there. I want to hold it there. Uh, because we're going to, we're going to finish this in one FC those. Uh, okay, let's see number one. Love your spouse. That's number one. You have to love him. You have to love her. Love is number one. The love that is without dissimulation. The love that is wonderful. The love that is, oh my goodness. Uh, you are loving your parents. You're loving your brothers and sisters in your family unit. That is good. We're not saying you're going to, uh, you're going to for, uh, forsake them and hate them and cast them out. But the love you have for your wife, it's like the love you have for your own body. Nobody should come in between that. No third party. Love your wife as you love yourself. Love your husband also as you love yourself. I'm going to stop at this moment. I want you to meditate on what I've shared with you right now. Because we're going to take this thing in another episode. 
thank you so much remember you have to do some work to make your marriage work and if you're not married you have to you have to be prepared into this journey it's an exciting journey that jesus will lead you through hallelujah oh god bless you god bless you see you again in the next episodes hallelujah jesus loves you and i love you too amen <music>